Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grief is difficult, I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, I am sharing my book, Grieving, Walking Through the Darkness with you. You'll discover that what you are experiencing, physically and emotionally, is normal. Healing is possible, and it is tied to the painful but powerful life lessons we learn. Remember, love always wins, and life will get better. In episode 9, I continue to share my journal. My jaw is tight. I open my mouth to relax my muscles. I realize Em's right about journaling being hard work. I'd as soon skip this and erase it from my memory. I'm trying to bring all the angry feelings hidden within me to the surface. I close my eyes for a moment and take a step back in time. I'm at the hospital. My life is whirling around me. The oncologist wants to know if I want to hear the statistics or not. I choose not to listen to him and his numbers. He's speaking from his head. I wonder if he has a heart. I think the numbers he wants to give me will fill my mind with doubt and remove all hope I have of babe's healing. Angie and Prue sit in the conference room with me. They come prepared to ask scientific questions. I try to stay in touch with the conversation, but my mind keeps returning to Babe, left alone in her room. I want to be with her more than I want to be with this doctor. The only thing he is doing is trying to impress us with his instant recall of research by date, author, and journal. He said he cares most for his patients. I discovered he cared most about himself, his career, and the financial grants he obtains for his center. When Angie and Prue finished asking questions, I spoke. I told the doctor about my background and how my research at Wichita State University and the Ohio State University focused on possibilities and optimism. I told him I wanted to create an environment where Babe believed she had a chance. I asked him if he would advocate for her and help me create this environment. He said yes. He told us advocating for patients was at the core of who he is as an oncologist. We mistakenly believed him. I didn't want sympathy. I didn't need empathy. I wanted help for Babe, and I wanted him to listen to me, not discard what I said. When it was over, I shook his hand and returned to Babe. I soon learned he'll advocate until the system pushes back. Then he stops advocating for the patient. Politics over people are his guidelines. He and his oncology team work with the numbers and make decisions based on numbers. And they do not consider the possibility that the patient's will to live will make a difference. I learned this lesson too late. The doctor and his team never gave Babe a chance and never believed it was possible for her to get well. One member of the oncology team angrily told me several weeks later she lied to my daughters and me when she said it was possible for Babe to heal. Where were her ethics? Where was her compassion? How can a physician facilitate healing with lies and a negative belief system? I became the arbiter between the oncologist and Angie and Prue. Angie and Prue spend much of their time online reading research, searching for innovative treatments. When they found something, they gave it to me to text to the oncologist. Angie and Prue gave me information about herbs, food products, and other potential treatments that showed promise. The oncologist would have none of it. In retrospect, he followed the rules. It was safer for him than defending a lawsuit for malpractice. Whether true or not, it is my speculation.
I listened to him. I trusted him. It was my mistake. I find myself viscerally reliving the experience as if it is happening now. My fingers pounded the computer keys. I hope journaling helps me rid myself of the anger baggage I am carrying. Em told me it was hard work. She didn't mention untying the emotional knots that express themselves in any number of physical ways is mentally exhausting. I headed to the Y for a workout. I'm stressed to the breaking point. I did not attempt to journal for the rest of the day. It was hard for me to unpack this anger. I had carried it since Babe's funeral. I probably carried it before that, at the hospice and in the hospital. Now I am unpacking it and letting it go. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to get notifications of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, or want to share your grieving experiences with me, please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. My book, Grieving, Walking Through the Darkness, is available on Amazon. Have a great day, and stay strong. Never quit. Never give up.